You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. Welcome back to the Financial Insights Podcast. Uh, just me today, Brian Ullman. Uh, Ryan Louie is on vacation, but we almost expected that, right? Because uh, we record the um, get the casual Friday version of this podcast every other week. Uh, I think well, I'm working on a guest speaker for next week, but for now, today, you've got me, but that's okay because markets are ripping higher. Markets haven't closed for this week, uh, this is being recorded on the 21st, but for the last five days, essentially everything but the NASDAQ is up. But that's okay, because on the year, the NASDAQ is up more than 40%. So we'll, we can give that index a break. The reason why I'm, I'm starting by talking about the indices, other than just market recap stuff, is because I also want to talk today about technicals. And we're talking about specifically Dow Theory. Hang with me. This is going to get a little bit more technical than we usually get, right? This isn't the overlap of, you know, if, if you're looking long-term and you're talking fundamentals, we're talking about what's going on, whether it's a company that we're talking about and investing in, or maybe talking about macroeconomics and kind of the tone of, of markets as it relates to the economy. You know, we talk about, gosh, last week we talked about what was going on with consumers and we're always talking about interest rates. It's always a subject. Um but we're talking technicals. And so technicals are, there are different technical theories when it comes to investing. Um, point and figure charts or Bollinger Bands or moving averages. And dic- that dictates maybe what you are deciding to invest in or how you might be investing. But there's a theory, a technical kind of theory, I suppose, uh, that has been around for a very long time. And it's called Dow Theory. And it relates really to the the Dow Jones Industrial Average, I, I guess in part. Um, and one of the interesting things when we're talking, and we've talked about this a little bit, is about how the Dow has the Dow Jones Industrial Average has lagged behind the S and P five hundred. It's lagged behind, certainly lagged behind the Nasdaq. And after spending most of the year in consolidation range, the Dow Jones Industrial Average. I'm just going to call it the Dow or the Dow Jones the Industrial Average has finally started to play catch up with the broader market. And the recent expansion of this year's rally beyond just the the mega cap space, like the big tech names that you know, has it's actually lifted the Dow index above the resistance from the November high of 34,590. I know you're writing this down, but just um, we had the resistance from the resistance so far has been the November high. And the breakout was powered by above average volume this week and confirming momentum, including a well-timed buy signal from the moving average convergence divergence indicator, the MACD, if you're paying attention to a lot of technical stuff. I told you this was going to be technical, but we're about to get to the good part. Buying pressure has also been steady as the blue chip index is currently on a nine-day winning streak. The index is the Dow that we're talking about. And this is the longest winning streak it's been on since 2017. Now, since 1950, the Dow has only strung together nine consecutive days of gains 25 times. Now, of those 25 occurrences, the 52% extended the streak to 10 days, with the longest period extending to 13 trading days. 
Um, I'm going to link to a show, uh, a chart in the show notes. That's one of the LPL's charts, LPL financials charts from their research department that highlights the Dow returns after a nine day winning streak was recorded following a nine day winning streak on the Dow forward returns have historically been above average with relatively high positivity rates. So for example, here, uh, 12 month returns after a nine day winning streak have averaged 10.4% compared to the Dow's average five, 8.5% rolling 12 month return for all timeframes dating back to 1950. In addition, uh, LPL research has actually gone further and found that most winning streaks of this magnitude occurred during strong bull markets as annual returns for years that included a nine day win- winning streak averaged 17%. This is all good news. I'm still blown. I'm I'm even talking to clients today. They're saying, what's the bad news? Lay it on me. This is all good news. Moreover, broadening participation and renewed hope for an economic soft landing have also helped the Dow Jones transportation average, not industrial average, transportation average, rally nearly 20% since June. The index is now trading at a 52-week high after clearing resistance off the February high of 15,641. We'll just call it 15,500, whatever it is. Okay, so both price-weighted indices are primary components of Dow theory. When I say these these price-weighted indices, I'm talking about the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the Dow Jones Transportation Average. And that that Dow theory that makes that's made up of these two components is a technical framework that actually dates back to the early 1900s that, and it's generally used to define market trends. How did Dow theory get its name? I'm going to tell you. Charles Dow, co-founder and editor of the Wall Street Journal, is credited with the original Dow theory. And Charles Dow classified the market into three trends. This is a trend measurement uh, tool, you could say. Uh, he compa- there are the three trends here, according to Charles Dow, was that he compared the tide, which is the primary trend, the waves, the secondary trend, and the ripples, which are minor trend of the sea. Not a bad way to think about it, right? And he wrote in the Wall Street Journal in 1901 that a person watching the tide come in and who wishes to know the exact spot which marks the high tide sets a stick in the sand at the points reached by the incoming waves until the stick reaches a position where the waves don't come up to it and finally recede enough to show that the tide has turned. This method has good in watch holds good in watching and determining the flood tide of the stock market. Uh, that's a pretty that's a pretty awesome way of explaining Dow theory here. And one of the tenets of Dow theory is that averages must confirm each other. Meaning breakouts and breakdowns should happen in concert and that's where uh the industrial and the transportation averages uh, or indices come in together. So conceptually, Dow observed in the late 1800s that raw materials would need to be transported via railroads before economic expansion could begin. So subsequently, robust rail activity would typically portend favorable economic conditions for industrial companies. Still makes sense, right? So given the recent breakouts of both of these indices, a Dow theory buy signal has actually now been triggered, which adds even more evidence that the primary trend for the broader market is higher. 
The Dow theory buy signals are based on the industrial and transportation indices, and they've confirmed each other's breakouts, and that has historically produced above average forward returns. The transportation index tends to outperform both the Dow industrials and the S&P 500 following a buy signal, including an impressive forward 12-month return of 17.5%. So let's summarize this technicals, because we don't usually do technicals on this podcast. So let's summarize this. Broadening participation and renewed hope for an economic soft landing have pushed the transportation, the Dow transportation index to a new 52-week high. And the Dow industrial index has followed suit and broken out to a new 50-week, 52-week high this week amid a nine-day winning streak. So now, given the recent breakouts on both of those indices, the Dow theory buy signal has been triggered, and that adds additional evidence to the primary trend that the broader market is is moving higher. The path of least resistance is up, according to Dow theory here. And Dow theory buy signals based on on the industrial index and the transportation index are confirming these breakouts, and it's produced uh, historically above average returns for both of the indices. So make of this what you want. Um, some would say, and, and this is often what happens with like a momentum indicator is, yes, of course, there are, there are positive signals. We've been moving almost straight up for the better part of seven months now at this point. Yeah, of course, momentum is moving higher. Yep. It's true. And you know what's going to happen? Momentum's going to start moving higher and it's going to start moving lower. But these trends are bigger, right? If you want to work on this tide wave ripple theory, day trade, people trading, trading, trading are worried about the ripples. As investors, we're worried more about the tides. And I would say in the short and maybe even the intermediate term here, according to Dow theory, the path of least resistance for stocks is higher. And it will probably remain so for a little bit of time until, you know, the tide turns, of course. And at that point, uh, as an investor, you've got to decide which plan you're going to go with. I like Dow theory. I think it's interesting, um, even though, you know, the theories of Dow transportation, you know, rail activity dictating economic trends, um, it may still apply, but maybe not in the same way as it did exactly two, uh, what, 100 years ago, more than 100 years ago. Um the, the numbers don't lie when it comes to Dow theory. And so I would say if, if uh, you're an armchair quarterback at home and you want to look at Dow theory as part of your process, it probably isn't bad to check in every once in a while on Dow theory. If you're wondering how these technicals might affect your portfolio and you haven't talked to your advisor in a while, or if you have a question, you have one of the Ford Financial Group advisors that you work with and you have a question about this, I would say reach out to them. If you don't work with one of us here, I would say email us at info at FordFG.com. Also, if you haven't yet, I would say subscribe or I'd urge you to subscribe. I'd ask you to subscribe. Uh, we are. I'm, it's interesting to see how the downloads have picked up. People are more and more interested. I don't know if it's a FOMO thing because markets have been moving higher, um, but there is, there's a lot of energy swirling right now. And I think with as much money as been you know, pushed in treasuries and CDs and money market funds, there's still room for this market to go with this dry powder all sitting on the sideline and the path of least resistance higher. So um, again, email us at info at FordFG.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Go on YouTube. You can also subscribe to our webcast if you want to see us go over the charts uh, with your own eyes. Uh, Until the next one, uh, I'll talk to you. Well, I'll talk to you in the next one. 
The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with, and securities are offered through, LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Perennial Investment Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Ford Financial Group and Perennial Investment Advisors are separate entities from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only, and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical, and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged, and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success, or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group, Perennial Investment Advisors, and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.